The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by Hash House of Go-Go, the law firm of Hutchison & Stephan, Brew City Brand Apparel, TheFoodConnectionLV.com, and by Mr. Antenna. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. Robin Leach is certainly best known worldwide, even after all these years, for his syndicated Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous show. Currently, he is writing for the Las Vegas Review-Journal newspaper, where he is out on the town almost every night of the week. How does he do it? We'll ask him. I've got Robin Leach on the line right now. Jim, good morning to you. Robin, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Welcome to the show. And, of course, as someone like yourself who's traveled the globe, now you've really kind of set up a a long-term residency here in Las Vegas, haven't you? Yep, I love this city. I've been here 15 years. I think it's uh, the greatest city on Earth. There's really never a lack of things to do and for you to cover, right? doesn't stop. I mean, it's 24-7. Um, you know, just this weekend alone, we have the opening of the new Park Theater at uh, the Monte Carlo with Stevie Nicks, and uh, we're getting ready for uh, New Year's with the arrival of another 350,000 tourists uh, to uh, act like uh, idiots on the strip as they watch the fire right. announced yesterday. Um, so, uh, the city the city never sleeps, and the city keeps on rocking. This might be kind of an obscure question, but when do you feel in your career you kind of finally turned that corner where people thought, this is the guy that I have to listen to? <laughs> Still working on that. <laughs> is that right? I guess it was, you know, the, the silliness of, of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous that sort of put me, put me on the map. But I've been doing television... Uh, you know, I helped start Entertainment Tonight three years before Lifestyles ever made it to the air. Um, and before that, I was for two years the show business uh, a reporter for the fledgling CNN network, Cable News Network. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been around um, for quite a while um, in print, in uh, radio, in television, but Lifestyles of Rich and Famous caught everybody's imagination. You know, it was the first real form of reality television as we know it today. And I think the combination of, of you know, cheerfully poking my nose into places that it shouldn't have gone into in terms of... <laughs> Of, of rich people, uh, getting them to open up their homes and their possessions to us. Um, in, a, in a way, it was a queen for a day, um, that old game show on television, but this was the real stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what, that's what made, the, made the mark. It was on for, what, 15 years or something like that? 15 but years. That had to be a bit of an exhausting uh, venture because you were constantly on the move. It was, it was probably the most grueling decade and a half of my life because there was, there was literally no time off in that entire period of time. You know, today they make a television series for six weeks in length. We were doing 26 one-hour shows a year. Wow. Four two-hour specials a year. So we were cranking um, and uh, being the producer and the host um, and also the, the, the guy that slept around the world interviewing all these um, wonderful people. Um, it was a full-time gig, literally uh, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, but I thrived on, on hard work and those long hours. It doesn't, doesn't phase me. I think um, 
it keeps keeps you young, it keeps you healthy, it keeps you creative, it keeps your mind uh, functioning. Um, I, I'm not one of those people that looks forward to uh, putting up the gone fishing sign and, and going into retirement. <laughs> I read one of the great moments of that show was seeing the Pope's treasures at the Vatican, which are kind of hidden away. What are we talking about there? We, uh, we wrote to the Vatican every week for five years uh, because it was um, uh, somebody I wanted to understand how he lived uh, away from the public image that we always saw him. Uh, we're going back now uh, one, two, three popes ago. Um, and then one day we got a, um, uh, a collect call from the Vatican, but they were obviously watching their pennies. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they said that um, they'd finally uh, agreed to, to let us come and film at the Vatican. You know, the Pope lives in a very humble, uh, one-bedroom, one-room house on the grounds of the Vatican. Uh, gets up at uh, four or five in the morning and uh, goes to uh, first prayers of the day in the in the chapel. Um, and um, they let us film him not not getting out of bed, but uh, leaving leaving the house and walking to um, to uh, the first service. And in in the planning of the episode, we had talked about. They said they had there was nothing rich uh, about the way that he lived that was of would be of interest to us. And and I said, but you have all of these treasures. And we were the first TV crew that was allowed into the catacombs of the Vatican to film um, all of the absolutely wondrous and extraordinary things that have been given to the popes through the centuries. Yeah. Um, the first Bible that was ever printed. I mean, unbelievable things that should see the light of day, and we, we got to show them on television. So it was a very uh, moving uh, uh, episode of, of a show that was always described by people as being flip and flamboyant, uh, but um, we managed uh, at the same time to bring um, solemn stuff to, to the show and uh, presented in a way that was still fascinating and not at all boring. No, I remember it well. And one of the things that you're involved with here in Las Vegas is the Keep Memory Alive events benefiting the Cleveland Clinic Lou Ruvo's uh, Brain Center. What can you tell me about that? Um, you know, we have a brand new, um, it's the, the first in the world um, MRI um, scanning machine for the brain. Uh, it's it's been at um, at the uh, clinic now uh, down on Bonneville for about two months. Cost millions of dollars, um, and I, I can't tell you what a generous city this is. Uh, it's it's unbelievable that not one penny of tax money has ever been spent on the on the brain center and its work in the community. Um, west west of uh, the uh, Mississippi. We are the number one medical facility in America for brain disease, brain disease treatment and research. And this new MRI machine that we have is a medical miracle, let alone a, a technology uh, miracle. That's the newest thing that we have here. Uh, I'm convinced, as is Larry Rugo, that uh, one day a cure for Alzheimer's and maybe MS and Parkinson's will be found right here 
in 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 Las Vegas. Well, you know, the, the outside world looks at Las Vegas as this um, frivolous uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. Uh, and yet, if if people knew what this city was away from the Strip, they would find it to be the most generous, most charitable, friendliest, warmest city with with people who have hearts of gold here and look out for others less fortunate. It's a, it's a remarkable city when you think about it. I always describe it to, to friends of mine as a tale of two cities. There's this um, three miles of madness that um, tourists come to, and there's <laughs> this community um, that is, um, is doing wonderful work and, and leads a, a very normal, <laughs> ordinary, well-organized life. It's a, it's an amazing city when you think of it in those terms. It really is. I've been here for 25 years, and when it comes to uh, community support and fundraising, you know, we're really second to none. And, and we appreciate someone like you who is relentless in, in your fundraising efforts on a yearly basis. What would be the perfect evening for you? And, and that includes a good meal, because I know you're you're a foodie. <laughs> Well, a perfect evening for me would be staying at home and lighting the fire at this time of the year. <laughs> yeah. A nice bottle of wine. Um, but, uh, you know, um, producing this um, website for the Review Journal every every day and every night uh, requires me being out uh, at least six, often seven nights a week, round the clock. So it is, you know, we are blessed in Vegas with... with the best restaurants in the world. Last weekend, um, uh, we covered the um, Ultimo weekend of excellence at the Venetian, and it was amazing. Twelve of the best chefs in the world flew in to do this uh, six-course dinner, uh, which was remarkable. I've never seen so much caviar in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I far too much champagne, yeah. safely. Uh, but um, I paid the price, um, you know, three days later when it was beginning to kick in finally to my brain. I guess a, a, a great show, which we have no shortage of, um, a great uh, dinner in a restaurant, which we have no shortage of, and um, I'm too old to go to nightclubs, but there's no shortage of them either. Right. Well, Robin Leach with Celebrity Insider in the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Friday and Sunday, and online at robinleach.reviewjournal.com. It's, it's a must-read. Always great to talk to you, Robin. I appreciate your time. Jim, thank you very much, and a very Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays and a healthy 2017. And you as well. Thanks, Robin. You know, Robin also does an incredible amount of guest appearances on other TV shows and produces video vignettes for YouTube's Lux Vegas channel and is always active with the Alzheimer's charity here in Las Vegas. Well, we've come to the end of another episode of The Fake Show. Like and share our Fake Show Facebook and Twitter pages if you would. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll talk to you next time. Listen to The Fake Show on SoundCloud and get alerts when there are new episodes. 